What is up, Internet? Welcome to the Randy King Live podcast, episode 30. This week we have uh, my friend Ryan here. Ryan, we met a while ago at a martial arts something. Something like that, something yeah. Something like that. I think it was at U of A. I believe so. Yeah, and uh, we've been friends on Facebook. We haven't really connected ever since. I remember you offered to drive me home from the airport once. Yes. So that was very nice of you. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, back then the airport seemed like like a mile <laughs> away. So It seemed far. It seemed far. And so. the, the amount that I travel, it's insane. I have to be – it's so much airport time. Anyways, listeners, uh, this might be the first time you're joining the podcast. So maybe you know who Ryan is, but you have no idea who I am. And you want to know what the hell we're doing here. So this is a debate-based podcast where um, my guests and I debate something to do with self-defense. So this week we are debating should realtors take self-defense course? Should they be mandatory? Should it be mandatory by the board? Right. Should it be mandatory by the board for them to take self-defense courses? Ryan, what's your side on this? The answer is no. You don't think they should? They shouldn't. I think they should. Uh, I don't, but for the debate, I believe that's my point. So that's how the show works. And let's really quickly go into how the show works. This is a 20-minute debate. In this topic, in sorry, in this debate format, we actually don't debate our feelings or opinions. We debate the topic at hand. So whether I believe that realtors should have self-defense or not is pointless. Uh, I'm debating that they should mandatorily. Uh, because that's how the show works. If you want to hear our actual thoughts on this, you're going to jump over to Patreon, so patreon.com slash Live, where we do a secondary piece called Final Thoughts, and we'll walk out the conversation a little bit more. There's some rules to the game we're playing here. So rule number one is we start as friends, we leave as friends. I've found that too many people on the internet uh, divulge into hate speech and name calling and also when, when they don't agree like it's it's crazy the art of conversation is being it lost. goes outside the box it goes outside the, they, they, go, they go outside the box outside well, the box here yes <laughs> they definitely go outside the box i'll give it that so when we're when we're doing this there's a couple of rules so again start as friends leave as friends so we can't get mad and pout and ryan doesn't talk to me ever again that would be pointless for the show the second thing that happens here is there's 15 rules i sent ahead of time they're logic fallacies if ryan or myself get caught in a logic fallacy we have to take a deep breath apologize to the person for using logic fallacy and then let that person take their turn so let's say i'm on a roll and i use a straw man argument so i create an argument that's false and then you're like dude that's a straw man i'm like okay i'm out i'll shut the hell up also listeners um we do i do this all the time we get we don't get heated but it's a it's a debate so we talk a lot we have some things that we, we say so if you catch me in a logic fallacy or my guess in logic fallacy give me a heads up send me the minute it occurs in the show and we will promote whatever you want me to promote as a punishment for doing the, the logic fallacy. So I want you to keep me honest, listeners, so as you're paying attention. Um, Paul Donnelly almost caught me once on this. Um, I got to debate my way out of it, luckily, but it was close. <laughs> so, But I still mentioned Paul because there was some user interaction. It was really, really cool. So uh, we have the logic fallacies. We know how the show works. Um, we're going to start with the 20-minute deba open debate. So Ryan's going to tell you a little bit about himself in a second, but how the show works is, again, is we open the debate with uh, opening statement from Ryan. He gets up to four minutes to say the topic, and then I get to uh, rebuttal, and then we go 20 minutes tops, and then at that 20-minute point, we stop, promote Ryan's stuff, and then we jump to final thoughts. So Ryan, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, a little brief overview of myself is uh, I'm a local real estate agent here in uh, the Edmonton Alberta area here. I've been doing it for about three years now. Yay. Um, yeah. I used to be a personal trainer. Which, yeah. So it was a little bit of transitional switch. Uh, what kind of brings me here is like I've been doing martial arts for quite a bit, quite a little while now. So yeah. I've experienced uh, 
quite a few different little martial arts, Wing Chun, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, MMA, Muay Thai, boxing, wrestling. So a lot more like the sports combat. Right. Wing Chun's not really sports combat unless you talk about the Chisau competition. Sure, yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm more on the sports side. I know you're more of the real, real life combat situation so they overlap so they kind of overlap in (laughs) some sense so i you know i've been there and kind of seen it all right from that point of view that's pretty cool so uh that's why i brought ryan on the show he's both a real estate agent um and so he has that ability to to talk about this with some kind of educated view and also he's done martial arts so that's the overlap for the show um so we're gonna start the clock here although the clock is being used as our camera today so because we had to do the quick setup because randy thought it was 9 30 not 10 30 when ryan buzzed so (laughs) we we had some time zone (laughs) ryan i thought it was uh pacific i'm not so ryan was very patient with me thankfully and now we can uh, jump onto this so uh i will look for a timer on here all right cool we will start the clock now ryan you have up to four minutes to give us your opening statement well the topic we're debating is whether the real estate board should mandate a self-defense course for real estate agents whether it's commercial rural or residential and my stance is no uh the reason i'm saying no is because i feel that by charging members of the board this fee, first off, they're just going to get angry because mm-hmm. we just argue about fees all the time. Yeah. Um, two, I don't think it's really going to help because it requires a lot of continued education. Um, just taking maybe like a eight-class system, which is going to cost everyone a certain amount of money, I don't think it's enough for someone to honestly protect themselves. It's something that I feel that realtors need to, you know, look at themselves and say like you know is this something that i want to dedicate my time to because it will require a lot more than a few hours a few Mm -hmm. classes another concern is they might get like a mcdojo type guy in there teaching all the wrong things and then realtors believe like no you know what i got this i could just i could take someone down don't worry and then give you a complete false sense illusion like the whole eye gouging and groin shots like you got it you just do those two things you got it and if those two things fail you're kind of in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just take it from experience. Like, um, I think with the first time I started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and like learning all these cool MMA moves, arm bars, triangles, like, I got this. The problem is when that first, those Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu setups don't work the first two times, that's when the panic mode starts to kick in. It's like, mm-hmm. well, that one mount escape, I got this. I escape from mount. If the guy knows how to block the mount escape, then you're like, wait a minute. Right. This is when you're going to start with the panic. <laughs> Agreed. I don't know what to do now. Like, am I going to strike? Oh, don't strike from the bottom of the mount. But like, right. Yeah. Like, what are you going to happen? It's something that you have to really dedicate your time to, the understanding. And so that's why I feel like mandating it is just not a thing. The realtors really have to take initiatives themselves. Makes sense. You. That's your opening statement? Yes. Awesome. So I'm going to take, obviously, the other side of this because I have to. That's the point of the game. Um, but uh, I think there's some inconsistencies in the debate for sure. So number one is uh, if it's mandatory, do you you already pay realtor fees, yes? Correct. So I think then uh, assuming if it becomes mandated, then the mandate should come out of the realtor fees. It shouldn't come from the individual agent. But we don't know how that's going to work out. They're probably going to charge the individual agent. What you are debating right now is physical skills, hard skills. Yes. What I think should be mandated is a self-defense program, not a martial arts program. So a program where people use soft skills, learn how to identify what a threat looks like, learn how to identify bad body language, learn how to identify somebody using predatory text messaging language, that kind of stuff. So a more holistic view of self-defense, I agree. I can't disagree with you. It takes more than 
two hours. Nobody's becoming a badass in six, seven hours. It's just that doesn't exist. It's not a real thing. And I agree with what you said. The panic mode kicks in. People don't know what's going on. But self-defense isn't just kicking and punching and eye gouging. Yeah. Self-defense is understanding pre-contact cues. Self-defense is understanding what to look for, learning how to create a strategy. And whether we like it or not, realtors are picked on to be predated on they just are they 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 professionally take strangers to isolated locations that's their job right so there there should be some kind of mandated um way that they have some kind of protective training whether it's through body language training whether it's in addition to sales training but i think that yes physical skills are less important than hard skills or physical skills less important than soft skills when it comes to this but eye gouge and groin hits work if you don't plan to continue the fight if your job is poke him in the eye and run, run which yep. would be the goal, then I think that might work okay. Ryan. No, actually, you know, I do kind of agree with the, the whole soft skills as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I've sent you a few links. Um, a few realtors in the States have already been uh, attacked. Yeah. And, and Canada, it, Vancouver and recently Canada, too. I think Vancouver too because of uh, the way they, they work uh, their system, obviously more apartment sales. Yeah. So there's a lot of like like kind of like um, alley areas if you've ever been to Vancouver, like a lot of areas that you could really hide into. So yeah. that's, that's really where the soft skills will kind of kick in. It's like, no, we will not be going through this dark, narrow alley. Like there's not enough room to run or anything. So that, that part I do agree. Okay. Yeah. So then continuing your point then, so uh, let's, let's, let's talk about the fees then. Anything that's mandatory, I think should be included by the, the service, right? So if you have realtor fees, then the realtor fees should cover the self-defense training. The other issue you brought up is McDojo type instructor. So why don't you walk that out? Well, you know, I just come from like a little bit of concern of like making people do it. I feel that when you make someone do it, they're just not going to take it very seriously. Like here's like another class that we got to do another like uh certification that we got to deal with and people are just going to start clicking the button or just like show up like fall asleep and not mm-hmm. take it seriously and then it just becomes like another like fee that's just going to be put onto our uh the realtors and it's not really going to help the situation right right so i that's why i think realtors need to take more initiative on their own sure um like seeking someone like yourself yeah. to kind of you know, worry about their own personal safety right and that makes sense so the concern i think like Again, this comes to realtor board. So the word mandatory is kind of like the crux of my debate here. <laughs> so the, if it's mandatory, then the board needs to find the proper certified people to do that. And there are there are agencies that do that out there. There are people like uh, Safe International has a real estate agent program. They actually came to Edmonton and did it recently. Um, do you not think, though, that if they make it mandatory, at least it shows some interest and also makes people more aware because a lot of people live in a bubble thinking it's not going to happen to them and it probably won't realistically in the first world it's probably not going to i'm not fear-mongering here yeah but do you think that if they're like this is mandatory you don't think that it'd make people be like oh maybe i should pay more attention or that might be the spark that starts the fire of training uh, no i really don't i think they're with a lot of realtors they just really concerned about numbers and we're more very much more analytical individuals mm-hmm. and just don't see the risks or like uh, I think the big problem would be for probably for men mm-hmm. thinking like, you know, that's something that happens predominantly for more female realtors. And then when they mm-hmm. finally get in that situation, yeah, it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> here we go. Well, th- I agree. And the numbers will, and let's, let's, let's walk that out too. The numbers, it is women that are being taxed right well, like, now. Like straight, the numbers, straight, the straight numbers, probably eight, eight out of 10. Yeah. The numbers likely, show yeah. that. Right. So like from what I did for the little bit of research I did on this topic, um, not very much, but I was looking, I did a realtor course as well. Yeah. Um, and the people that came were mostly females. Right. Mostly and, the, females, and the guys yeah. were like, yeah, whoa. Right. It was like, yeah, you know, we're not going to get raped. Like, mo- 
men getting raped very extremely low yeah right it's true and they aren't predated normally but again uh this is guys in anything i'm sure you had in personal training i'm sure you had it in your martial arts training right guys think like oh my my dad showed me a ninja throat punch when i was eight so i'm pretty much fucking set up right (laughs) Uh, i just put a bunch of memes out on this recently about the people that drive me crazy when it comes to this kind of training but okay so your side is should not be mandatory when we have this situation, I I think, and for my purpose of the debate right now, I think that putting it forefront might open up a couple people's eyes up because it is mandatory. So it became such a big deal that people are doing. Now, I'm not saying it's going to convert all the convertible. But what I'm saying is the people that were kind of on the fence might start to pay a bit more attention if the board is like, look, this job is more dangerous than we want it to be. Here's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, that's a good one. Um. Yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> it would definitely open eyes. The thing is, as you mentioned, like mm-hmm. it's only going to open to a few. Yeah. Statistically, how many of that few is going to come from the giant mandatory fee of 100% because that's mandatory, right? Right, and I think that's the kind of the sticking point here is if it's a mandatory fee that the realtors have to pay. So that, that's going to be definitely 100%. Yeah, right. So that, that bar for many, entry has become high. And then how many of those people are going to actually take that of course seriously right right so it's kind of more of a metric statistical argument now right Right. since you can't you you can you can theorize and this theorize. is a little bit of a blanket right. statement you can theorize but you can't guarantee it's going to be 100 percent on the on the realtor so let's play a game where it wasn't on the realtor so the association and i agree with you they're probably not gonna do it but for my argument i have to go this way <laughs> <laughs> but let's because we can't guarantee that we're not on the board we don't make decisions right we can't we can't make a blanket uh, argument with that if it was included with the um with your realtor fees yeah do you think that would change your stance i don't think so why because i just don't i feel like the personalities of realtors it's just they're just not going to do it sure. if, if if it doesn't feel like they're going to be a feeling affected they're just not going to go there right like we have even like like other free events, like forecasting of the network and the marketing. Guess what? Not everyone shows up. We choose we choose a, uh, a venue where it's just like the capacity is maybe like a thousand. Guess what? We don't expect a thousand people to show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that makes sense. Does the do you guys gain insurance through the realtor board, or is do you guys have separate insurance? Uh, well, for more like real estate uh, transactions, if we miss like a report or miss misrepresent, like, right? Errors and emissions. So on, but on the, like the physical safety side, yeah, no, that is something we have to do with ourselves. Okay, so there's no benefit for the board to pay for that because the the claims aren't going towards them. No, your your physical insurance is all on you. Right. Our our real estate insurance is more like errors and emissions and um and all that such. So what I'm hearing then is you're thinking that even if they offer it for nothing, people aren't going to come. Yeah, I agree. Because alpha e type. People that get into sales think they got it all figured out. One hundred percent. And I just, I'm just saying it's just based on the people I've met and then the experience that I've seen through like MMA gyms, boxing gyms. Sure. Like, I got this. I don't need this. Like, even look at like uh, uh, one UFC way back, James Tony. Mm-hmm. Did he even bother learning grappling? No, he just still, <laughs> still go with the boxing. And that, you see how that match went up. Right. Yeah. It, it didn't, was like, didn't take, go well. It was like ankle pick. Okay, sound him, punch him out. <laughs> yeah. 
didn't bother to learn it. <laughs> no, exactly. Right? Yeah, sure. And I, I totally agree with that. So do you think then, so what if the realtor, so I would assume, and again, I'm not, a, I'm not in your job, so I'm assuming a lot here. And this debate is becoming more of a fact-finding mission than a debate. But I would assume the realtor board wants more realtors because that's how they make money. Yes. So publicizing that the job is dangerous probably is not in their best interest. It will probably not. So them releasing stats on like how common this is again would work against against the kind of what all the real estate boards. Yes. Right. So <laughs> again, we're in a fictional world <laughs> <laughs> where where the real estate board cares more about the realtors and the paycheck, which again, very fictional world. Here. Okay. Do you think in your uh, opinion on this that people would if they started releasing the stats like this how many people get attacked this is the commonalities of it these are the stories of these people and they made it more personal do you think that would then convince people to take more training if the like the board released to their members all the time when something happened uh i think it would definitely increase the numbers but i don't mm-hmm. think it's the numbers that we would like them to be at sure yeah. Um, I think again, I think it'd mostly be targeted to female realtors. Yeah. Whereas, mm, oh God, I would say even less than 50% of the men would even bother. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see that. I'd have to look up the numbers on male versus female attacks. I'm yeah. assuming it's a lot. Well, I've done a little bit of background recheck, uh, you know, just Google checking and there's mm-hmm. the realtors that have been attacked are all, all basically all been female. Yeah. So that, that it's, makes sense. It's, I've been having a hard time finding male realtors that have been attacked. So yeah. Well, and again, we look at the predator mentality. Predator, They're going to yeah. go for like, I'm sure because we were kind of, and I want to pick it on females. We're, uh, highlighting females here because they're the ones who get attacked but also in general hot women are smaller right so i'm sure there has been um people who've been attacked that were men who just didn't report it right like because they're True. too macho they're too like whatever right and so again, yep. i can't i can't know that but in my experience uh the amount of people who told me that bad stuff happened to them who didn't report it males highly unlikely to report physical violence against themselves so true it, it slants the stats this is why stats are not my favorite thing because they can go with stats are only people that agree to take the survey, right? So we don't know the totality of the situation. We only know who decided to check the box. Check the box. And right. Like, this is what we're doing with. Yeah, exactly. So I think then like people need to understand that there, there is a real danger out there, but the danger isn't that high. And this is always like the line that I think people have to walk. But I think that. It just looks better if it's a mandatory thing from the real estate board that you have to just, and it addresses a problem that is commonly happening. But again, not focusing on the kicking and the punching and the eye gouging, focusing on the, look, you are a public person, right? You, people can stalk you. I just watched um, that documentary was Don't Fuck With Cats. Have you seen that? No. Crazy. So good. Uh, I actually avoid it. was like, watch when people tell me to watch stuff. I'm like, resist. I'm like, I'll watch what I want to watch. Um, but anyways, I was bored and I watch it. <laughs> and the amount of data people can get from open source intel. Like, they found this guy who killed these cats. They found him, these internet group, through, like, the light switches he had and the, the type of vacuum he had, right? And there, a celebrity was also stalked through open source content recently as well. And I think that while most people, when they think self-defense is the kicking, punching understanding like what you give away online is important maybe clean up your photo shoots maybe make sure people don't know where you live because the people that get attacked so from what i read um most attacks happen in really really high property locations high value properties and the reason why is it gets the real estate agent excited so they're not paying attention to the red flags right right if i'm a creepy guy in like a $300 commission building you're like fuck this guy right right but if you're gonna make a good couple thousand 
you're going to disregard a lot of your natural instincts with this person on the hope of the payoff, right? Right. So I think then with the mandatory portion of this is that kind of stuff, like pay attention to open source content so you can't get stuck because a lot of real estate agents, especially all of them are attractive people. Right. You're fucking you're like you're one percent body fat. Like people <laughs> people are they're attracted because being good looking makes people trust you. It's just just the halo effect. Right. Correct. Yeah. So the women are also attractive. Yeah. And if I'm creepy McGee, I can find literally everything about you because they're public. people. They're publicly. Yeah. Right. Probably out there. Yes. So what's your thoughts on that? What's your thoughts on them making a mandatory information course, self-defense oriented addressing these things? Like maybe I'm saying things you haven't heard of. Maybe you haven't heard of open source Intel. Maybe you haven't heard these words before. What What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know what? That's a pretty good point. I think the, the boards could probably do that and just offer it online for free and then, mm-hmm. and then make that mandatory. And then people like, you know what? At least it gets the information out there. Exactly. And then the right. people that are willing to take it are willing to take it. But like you're not going to – you can't convert everyone. It's impossible, right? Yeah. And the people that don't take it might not never need it and be validating like I never needed that. And then there's a sad fact of people that did need it. Eventually, when it pops up, if if it comes up, when it comes up, it's like, oh boy, (laughs) exactly. So it's a crazy situation. So again, one more time over for your uh, your point on this is the major sticky points you have for real estate agents taking self defense training is not the training itself, other than the physical skills and then the fear loop and stuff like that. It is the mandatory portion because it's going to come out of pocket. Mm-hmm. And the people are most likely not going to take the course, and then it's just become like a big cluster fuck for everybody. More like a yeah, more like a political things like, well, we're not taking this, and statistically, only so many realtors take this, and we're paying all these fees, right? And I can see where this is going to go, and then we're not even talking about self defense anymore. Right. We're talking about the money and the yeah. time and stuff. So, well, and especially for commission based people, right? Like, yeah, time is money. Yeah, time is money. I remember we'll talk about some final thoughts actually, because we're almost out of time. But, okay. Uh, I remember when I did the course. That was one of the facts. Like when we when we put it, we had to place it when it was not prime selling time, right? Mm-hmm. So people could show up and come in. Yeah. So then, I think uh, going with this, I think the mandatory portion, especially with this, is important um, because I think it for the real the real estate board it shows interest in the client or in the real estate agents. Real estate agent, I yeah. think it shows um, that this is a problem. But again, it's a tough debate because. The real estate board, it doesn't help them to make people scared of doing the job that they're hiring people no, because, to do, right? because they get yearly fees out of all of us, you know, times like, you know, a few thousand of us. So, right. yeah, it's not good to lower your own numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, very true, right? It doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense. It's like, oh, this is a da- high danger rate, by the way. <laughs> danger well, and that's the thing, but I think also like it, it shouldn't be shoved under the rug either, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, you're a, you're an attractive human being. You well, they are don't, they under don't five shove it down. The, they don't shove it down the rug. I right? Mean, they just they kind of briefly overgo it. And so, that's kind of it. What kind of information do they have? Like, what what do they tell real estate agents? Well, I mean, the last time I saw any information on attacks on realtors was basically when I started off my course. I think right. it was like the first binder. They talked about the one really scary situation where. A female realtor was jumped by two couples in Calgary. Two and couples? Yeah, this, man and woman. It was just a very strange situation. Okay, let's save that for final thoughts because okay. I want people to pay for that shit. That's a really good conversation. Yes. Um, so there was some cover of it. Yes. Okay, so closing statement pretty much. You believe people shouldn't do it. You don't have to change your mind right now because you're still sticking to your point. We'll talk about that in final thoughts. One more time, what are the reasons why you think it should not be mandatory? People aren't going to take it seriously by yeah. manning the course. People are just going to it's going to turn into more of a political statement mm-hmm. more than anything. Um, I don't believe that the small amount of classes that could be offering is going to particularly protect agents. Right. 
at all physically or um, reading it sure. on a, a holistic level. Um, shoot. That's, I, I think, think that's a, I think that was a big it. three, yeah. Yeah, and I think, uh, and I think just closing statements on this as well from my side is I think it should be mandatory. One, it shows, it helps pull the wool off the eyes of some people who look at this because this career is always sold as like this make money make your own schedule do what you got to do <laughs> and there there are there are some there are some dangers to it and whenever i talk to uh people about this and i was like you know your job is to bring strangers to isolated location like holy shit i never thought of that i'm like well you should because it's your job so i think mandatory is important i think that obviously you're never going to convert everybody it's impossible but the people you do convert will have a better sense of what's going on and they'll understand the world as it transitions especially with the internet age all right, Ryan, that was the end of the free debate. Thank you so much for doing that. It was very fun. Uh, hopefully, the listeners got something out of it. Starting to look at the camera this time. We had to do a really quick random setup, so uh, we'll see what happens here. But um, we're going to jump into final thoughts. But before we do that, Ryan, why don't you promote all of your things to the public? Well, again, I'm a local real estate agent here. I do residential all in Edmonton, Alberta area. I work with eXp Realty. Uh, March 1st, we're doing a... Uh, a hockey game with realtors. Uh, all proceeds will be going to the Little Warriors and the Alzheimer's Society of uh, Alberta. So come check us out. It'll be at the Downtown Arena, 12 o'clock, March 1st. Come support us. Give some donations. Find some sponsors. Awesome. <laughs> do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. <laughs> Help the Little Warriors and Alzheimer's Society. That's awesome. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Randy King Live podcast. Jump on to final thoughts for that crazy story I'm going to ask Ryan about with the two couples uh, and our actual thoughts on the debate.